Welcome to the Jeff Eby Show. Jeff Eby Show. Where the talk is all about Dixon County. Live from beautiful downtown Dixon in the historic Reagan's Arcade. Welcome to the Jeff Eby Show, where the talk is all about Dixon County. We are guest focused and listener supported. Like us on Facebook and subscribe on YouTube at the Jeff Eby Show. Now, here is your host, Jeff Eby. Hey, we welcome you back. Uh, we are here now for our second season. We kind of took a little break there during the Christmas time, and uh, you know we uh, had our Santa show that went really well. But um, we are uh, we are excited about this second season. We've got a lot of great guests lined up. You know, and I've had uh, people ask me, you know, how can I help, um, you know, help this? Because what we're doing is trying to just have a lot of information for people in Dixon County. Um, for, especially for a lot of new people, and, and Joe's aware of this. We'll talk about this in a minute. But a lot of new people moving into the county, and this is just the guests that we have are just uh, full of information about what's going on in Dixon County and their various uh, places that they, they, they work in Dixon County. So we're really excited about this season. We've got some really good guests. You're not going to want to miss what's coming up. But, uh, again, uh, people ask, what can we do to help? Here's what you can do. You can like this video and share it on your Facebook. Facebook page if you're watching on Facebook. If you're watching on YouTube, you can like and subscribe and give me the thumbs up there. And you can also hit that button where it'll automatically um, let you know when we go live or whatever. And also our new platform this year is uh, Spotify. We're going to be on Spotify. So as you're traveling in your car, you can, you can go to Spotify and you can pull up these shows and uh, listen as you uh, drive into Nashville or whatever, or you're waiting in uh, traffic as you quite a bit do in Nashville. But um, so anyway, we're going to get right to the show. We're so excited to have Joe Sweat, who is uh, president of the NAACP here in Dixon County. And uh, so we're going we're gonna to be discussing that and some things going on in Dixon County. But um, so let's just get started. I kind of just want to find out a little bit about you and let our audience know a little bit about you, kind of how you got to Dixon County. And I, I know we're going to talk about you spent some time in the Army and kind of just give us an overview of that. Well, first of all, good morning and thank you for having me. I have been, uh, uh, first of all, I'm excited. I'm excited for being here. I'm excited to do the show and thank you for making this platform. Um, as as you well said, I'm Joe Sweat. I'm I'm, I'm just an old country boy from yeah. here in Dixon. I live out in the north end of Dixon County. Uh, it was rural farm area, but great place to live. I mean, great community. Uh, it has a lot of history, you know, to that community. Uh, and so, um, you know, that's a little bit about me. And I I I I left for the military, like you said earlier, in 1993 made a kind of a round circle, kind of that uh, that child who leaves home, try to find some yeah. stuff, and then comes back. You so know? are you originally from Dixon County? I actually am originally okay. from the north end of Dixon County. I'm not. A, I'm a Dixon native. That's very hard to find. Yes, like a it is. It's starting to get more and more. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and uh, for me, it's kind of both worlds, Nashville as well as Dixon. Uh, um, part of my family lived in Nashville. My grandmother and my uh, aunts and uncles live in Nashville. My mother, my father lived here in the north. We call it, we call the area they call it Colon. That's the name of it, and it got it, it received that name because during the Civil War, uh, you could find these iron ores, and that's where they would get them from was from there, and then they would ship them down the creek or the river, and then they would take them to the furnace, which you know, Cumberland furnace, right? And, and that's where, and that's where they would get them. They would huh. actually get them off my farm. My father, uh, who's now transitioned on out of this world. He's in an article holding a piece of iron ore from wow. that farm. So from that, wow. from that history. Yeah. Wow. So you went to uh, you went to Dixon High School, I guess. I did. I was a cougar I, and uh, had great years there. I was, I'm one of the one of the people who served or played served, who played on the '88 uh, and '89 team that went to the state championship and had a great run there with some great athletes. And that just kind of springboarded me into different you know different things for me. Right. Yeah. Right. So. After you graduated, is that when you decided to go into the Army? No. Uh -uh. <laughs> I was like, every, look, I'm no different than every young man who don't know who they are. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I, uh, my father was, uh, he was successful at doing engineering. 
and drawing. And I thought I was going to follow that path. And uh, I was going to play a little ball. Wasn't That wasn't my cup of tea when I got there. That I didn't like the way things were. Right. And so then I went to, to see if I could, uh, you know, do some architectural drawing and mechanical drawing. I did very well, and but it was too much politics for me. It wasn't what my heart was. Right. So uh, one day I said, I got to do something. I get out of here because I was just one of those kids that like to drag race. And <laughs> and uh, and so uh, I joined the military, and the rest is history. Uh, went in and '93, uh, you know, went to basic AIT. Just enjoyed myself ever since. I go back tomorrow. Uh, so you got you got in right after Desert Storm, then I guess, right? I got it, we we were ninety three was after Desert Storm, but we went to help. This is this is wild, you know. Like they had a lot of recovery stuff there, right? And we went to help there, so they they kind of tag us at the end, you know. But we we still get a little a little bit of it. We never saw the fighting. We just saw the the restoration of cleanup from it and stuff like that. Right, right. Yeah. So. Um, so you went through the enlisted ranks mm-hmm. and I guess you, at one point you were first sergeant out in uh, Fort Irwin. Mm-hmm. I was. And then I transferred, I had a long career. I transferred from out of that, from being a first sergeant. I had put in my one officer packet. I've been wanting to be a warrant for a while. Had forgot about it really. I, at first I was going to fly, you know, I right. had went and got in a Cobra and did all that. Yeah. Little that's stuff. Cool, and, yeah. yeah I've done that. <laughs> and, uh, did that and flew it around and was going that route and, um, and then, uh, forgot about it. And they picked me up as a first sergeant, you know, and, um, I was just sending in to the transitioning guy who was supposed to come. Right. Well, that was six months later. And I was mm-hmm. like, sorry, Hey, sorry, major, you know, and you know, I, I was at Fort Irwin. If you know anything about Fort Irwin, that's CAV and ACR. And, uh, they, they, they did something called, uh, civilians on a battlefield. Right. Yeah. And so I was out there doing civilians on a battlefield and got a message. Hey, you have been selected to go to. Fort Rucker, one officer school, and that's where I headed to, and, and enjoyed myself, enjoyed the transition of being an officer, uh, enjoyed the career it provided for me. It, uh, you know, it, it gave me to be in each one of the branches of service because I could be attached as a warrant officer. Yeah, to any of them. Yeah, right. so so that was that was the that was the enjoyment of it. You know. Now, did you go to, to flight school at Rucker? Uh, <laughs> it's kind of funny. I, I started out to go do that, you know, and then. Uh, I said, nah, I want to do something else. <laughs> and so I, I transitioned out and did something else. So, all right. Yeah. So because I, I know all, most of those warrant officer schools are based in whatever you're going to go into, It is. Right? It is. Right. It, you, you know, uh, flight's the only one you can transfer out of, and, and it's hard to go into, but you can transfer out of. And I actually was going to be in uh, supply, and, and and they I talked to them while I was in school, you know, to you know, possibly go flight. You right. Because I had got the surgery and, and all that. And oh, didn't yeah. pass the physical and and everything so uh but i am i'm too tall for them little little are you serious yeah i mean <laughs> them cockpits yeah, ain't that tall they real small and now, but now they're, they're better now you know your chinook and your blackhawks they're bigger you know you, you sh- i wanted to do attack helicopters and they're real right, small yeah, they are. Yeah. yeah yeah and i think the apaches may be a little larger yeah now. it is it is after i saw it and everything i was like wow why didn't you bring that on when i was you know they was transitioning it and, and trying to phase it in as they call it right and then i was like no nah, i didn't want that other one it was too small yeah. too fast <laughs> too now slow. were you ever a drill sergeant no no okay. an instructor but not a drill okay yeah all right so um, so you, you did how many years in the army? 21, All 21 right. years, 21. Yeah. And then you came back to Dixon. I, I, well, yeah, I found my way for, uh, the reason I came back to Dixon for me, uh, my mother, uh, my mother had, uh, developed cancer and uh, I came to enjoy the best, you know, best time I can with her and had seven beautiful years with her. Yeah. And, and, uh, we had a ball. She was, she was just a joy to be around every day. And every day I saw her and I took care of her. With, with, along with my sister as well, right? And she was just a great person. You know? Awesome, so, yeah, awesome. Now you, you're married. I am to a, a, my most valuable person, Oslin <laughs> uh, is her name. Oslin Sweat. She's just a just a joy. She just brings me so much happiness. It's just I'm I, I haven't known this much happiness. And awesome, uh, man. It just I would tell anybody, man. She's like contagious. Once you meet her, she <laughs> she'll have you laugh in one moment. She just got a good personality. Good. She's like her her mother. Her mother has a great personality, and, and her father just he just so cool. So yeah. Did good. y'all meet? Where'd y'all meet at? Yeah, this is wild. So now you, <laughs> she's gonna get me for this. But um, I first you know Oslin is uh, six years younger than me. So I first met Oslin 
uh, at the school coming off the hill uh, asking me for a dollar at the at the Coke machine. And she tells I, I don't, she every time I tell the story, she's like, "That is not true." <laughs> so when I go home, I'm probably ain't I'm gonna hear it. But uh, yeah, I, I've been knowing her and her family. I I knew I knew her sister very well. She always spend time with my my cousins. You know, play. So they're with, they're from Dixon too, right? She she's. Her her mother's from Dixon. Her father is actually from Memphis and transitioned up here. Yeah, got you, mm-hmm. got you. Now, do you have any kids? I we do. Okay, we have eight children. <laughs> I did not know that. <laughs> we have eight children. They all are uh, amazing, and they're just like any other children. We have adults now. You know, yeah. our, our oldest Eric, who's in Clarksville, and then Brooklyn, who's out in Tom Station. And then we have Anna and a grandbaby, and uh, then we have nothing like the grandbaby. It's nothing that she's yeah, she's a priority over all of them, and yeah, I tell exactly. them that too, and they don't like it, but I just tell them. And then we have uh, the twins, uh, Joseph and uh, Isaiah, and then there's uh, Max and Maddie, and then Olivia Grace is the baby girl. Yeah. So how, how old your your youngest? So you Nine. still got oh, so you still got kids in the house. Yeah. We still got we got some teenagers who. Uh, hmm. Uh, and then we have one one smaller child who's nine. Yeah, I wouldn't now I'm I'm not wanting to get personal, but they all y'all's or did yeah, you adopt I mean, any? It, no. uh, I tell anybody, you know, if I'm the daddy, you all mine. Yeah. Whether, whether <laughs> <laughs> if I'm taking care of you, you all oh, mine. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's how we that's how we put it in our house. And cool. and she's the mom, she's the head of the house and the rest just follow suit. And all cool. I gotta do is just make sure that uh, uh you know, I open the door and and shed it when she gets yeah, done. There yeah, there you go. There you go. So how how did you get? And I know you're in, you're involved in real estate here in, in, I in Dixon. So how did that transition happen? Um, I wanted to do something different. I knew real estate. I be, I had been an investor since 1994. I was in Clarksville, Germany, for the military as well. When I became a warrant officer, you know, doing acquisitions, and so I knew the real estate was was good for me. And and uh, I met a gentleman by the name of Mr. Lee out of Korea, and uh. uh Actually, uh, uh, my uh, commander was a was a real estate guy. And they showed me the ropes, and I just said, you know, I need to do this on the other side. And then I got into auctioneering, as you well know. I used to work for Mr. Charles Woodard and, and their team. And then I met, met Richard through my wife and went to uh, Lee Realty. And it's been a blast ever since. Now, how, how long have you been in the real estate business? In the... As a realtor yeah. or not investing? Yeah, just as, as a Oh, realtor. as a realtor, uh, this realtor, four years, auctioneer, five. Okay. Mm-hmm. So the, the so you still do the auction business? So, I do. Right. Yeah. So yeah. is there a lot of that going on in Dixon County? There is. I mean, there's still a lot of people auctioning. You know, we have quite a few auction companies here. Uh, uh, I uh, My last one, you know, was last year. But I, 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 uh, I do a lot of, uh, you know, I like to do a lot of, personal property auction, but mm-hmm. I like to get into car auctions now. Now, do you actually do, are you the auctioneer? I am. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm that guy that talks real fast. I just like to have a good time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to go to break, and when we come back, we're going to talk about uh, uh, Dr. Martin Luther King a little bit and your involvement with the uh, NAACP. Yeah. So we appreciate y'all joining us today on this uh, Dr. Martin Luther King Day, and uh, we'll be right back. all make bad choices. Your insurance carrier doesn't have to be one of them. Make a choice you won't regret. The foremost choice. Are you looking for your dream home? Well, Lee Realty Group guarantees you the perfect home. With our expert agents that have over 100 years of combined experience, you are assured 100% customer satisfaction. If you are buying or selling, Lee Realty Group is your local veteran-owned real estate company. Contact us now at 615-446-2006 or online at leerealtygrouponline.com. Like us on Facebook at Lee Realty Group.
all make bad choices. Your insurance carrier doesn't have to be one of them. Make the choice you won't regret. The foremost choice. And we welcome you back uh, to the Jeff Eby Show. I'm, I'm your host, Jeff Eby, and we're here with uh, Joe Sweat today, who is uh, president of NAACP, and he's also inv been involved in the county his whole life and uh, uh, is a real estate agent. And uh, before we left, we were, we were talking about the real estate agent a little mm -hmm. bit. But So, again, you've been in about four years, and you primarily do residential. I do commercial as well. You do? Uh, yes, I do. Uh, if it'll sell, I'll try to sell it land. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yes, I do uh, commercial as well as uh, residential. And, and there's a lot of stuff going commercially in uh, Dixon County right now. There are. There is. And, uh, and you see it, and, you, you know, you have, you have a lot of people coming from up north and out west. I know. It's coming just incredible. Here and they're, you know, they <coughs> like the prices we have here, so they are willing to pay uh, that, that price, you know. You know, for someone around here, you know, it might seem a little bit more right pricier. Right, I know. And yeah. but for them, yeah, it's nothing. Yes, that's right. Yeah, so I read an article that uh, you know people are moving <coughs> from out of these areas to Texas, Florida, and mm -hmm. I didn't realize this. Tennessee was the third. Mm -hmm. You know, so um, we are really getting a lot of migration uh, from you know the West Coast, the East Coast, and uh, and I guess up north too. We are. We definitely are. You see it in the numbers. You see it uh, in the newer people that you meet you right. know uh so pretty soon I, I i would say in the next 10 to 15 years uh dixon will be like nashville yeah won't be a resident right from dixon right it'll be somebody <laughs> else who's from somewhere else and you'll be like well you know trying to find somebody from dixon right and that really changes the uh, makeup of dixon i mean it changes you know, it, it can change the politics. It can change, you know, the the, the, the kind of feel. And in in some cases, that can be good. In some cases, that be bad. But we're hoping that, um, you know, for us, it's it's going to be a good thing. Yeah, and you know, um, just like today, you know, this is MLK observance. Change is going to come, and you hope it's good change. You always want good change. Right. Nobody wants nobody wants bad change. But diversity and inclusion is always good because the, the more diversified you are in your city, the bigger your job expansion is. Right. The more inclusion you can do or, of uh, minorities and people who are coming here who might not have the same financial set, you know. And so, and it opens up doors of opportunity. And, you know, it's nicer when you can live in your community and have a financial stability. Yes. So you don't you don't see people migrating out. You right. see them migrating in. Right. And that's what you really want, you know. And so you know that's what, in my opinion, it, that's what it does when you see you know the face changing a little bit. Now right. you don't want it change so bad that you don't recognize it. Correct. You know? And <laughs> you have you know you have some you know problems that you cannot control. Right. You know higher crime rates and different things like that. So you grew up in Dixon County. Um, the black community in Dixon County. What what would you? How would you? Uh, how would you talk about that? How would you? Uh, you know, tell everybody how the black community is in in Dixon County. Um, well, let, let me give or you some minority. You know. Yeah, let me give you some um, some some. I guess numbers. Uh, it's it's so uh, different than when I was little. Okay, so when I was little, a lot most of the African-American community, as well as most of the minorities here, were farmers. You know, there were people who worked at different factories and different industries, but most were farmers, the majority, I would say, at that time. Right. That has tremendously decreased as, as children didn't want to do that again. Right. As in a, they migrated out and did different <coughs> things. Um, and so I came from, I myself came from the northern part of Dixon, which is down towards Cheatham Dam. Mm -hmm. It's in that fourth district, you know, and uh, Dixon and the minority of African Americans as well. You know, we don't, uh, uh, over the county, we only make up 7% of the total right. county. Right. You know, uh, excuse me, 3% of the total county, but 7% in, in Dixon. So the majority of the people who are black now has moved mostly to Dixon and, and you know, the city of Dixon is what I'm saying. And so uh, in that, um, you know, they, they migrated out of Dixon now because they're looking for jobs 
you know. So most people are going to where they can find work. the jobs right. and the works. And so, and then you have some who have, as they have gotten uh, a little bit older in their life, you know, did their, they transitioned back. But, you know, uh, for us, and you know, what I see in the African-American community is that uh, you have a lot more of uh, younger people who are, you know, who had, who have been getting success from people who have paid the way, right. you know, the, the people who have, uh, paid the price for people to do well here in Dixon. You know, <coughs> I, I think of, um, uh, Mr. Redding, uh, Mr. Horse Redding. I think of Mr. Blue. I think of Mr. Charles Hughes. I think of, uh, Mr. Larry Pentagrass. Uh, I think of even my father, you know, God rest his soul. He went from dependent to independent. And uh, uh, I think of people in, in the lower neighborhoods uh, who have paved the way uh, there too, uh, Mr. Harold Bell and, and, and people like that. So y- those people who have already paved the way, the younger kids now, are really, really, we they're been, being able to blossom. Right. 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 You know, uh, you know. Uh, during their time frame, it was uh, uh, s- segregated schools. Right. Now we are desegregated, you know, right. which we didn't have that, which brought more opportunity. So, that's so I guess your father kind of grew up in that when it was did. segregated, right? He did, yeah. yeah. You know, uh, a lot of people don't know one of the uh, only black schools, high schools here, was Hampton, which is now where the old Coca-Cola building is. Okay. And that is a very uh, monumental school, monumental area for us because that's where all the African-American children at that time came, whether you were out in the north or out oh, wow. out near White Bluff and Colesburg or way out in, uh, you know, um, by Spencer Mill. So they all went to high school there. So they got to know each other right. and understand each other and, and learn each other and be friends with each other. Because, you know, there wasn't a lot of cars back then. Right, and, I know. And, you know. I was this, thinking, how did everybody get in uh, from well, way out? Well, that, that, you know, that's funny. You know, you say that, and I get to tell a little bit about my history. Uh, my grandfather, my great-grandfather, was one of the first bus drivers in Dixon for the blacks. Wow. Uh, and my grandmother... Uh, Miss Avidel, she talks about how my grandfather had an old white milk looking like truck or, or station wagon would pick the children up, you know. And there was others, you know, from from farther down. There was a, a gentleman by the name of B Driver. Uh, he would he would get children and pick them up. And then my pastor's wife later in the years would get people, uh, Miss Bangham, you know, Ines Bangham. She would get people and bring them up. So we didn't have buses, you know, in the, in the black communities like that. And so, uh, it was used, the person would do it and they would pay that person and they would bring them up. So that's how they got here. So you pretty much had to do that all yourselves Mm -hmm. in that community, Mm -hmm. right? We did. Yeah. And and a lot of people don't know this, but, um, Mulberry street was our African American community for us. That was our, that was our historical place was Mulberry street. It's where you got your haircut. It's where you bought gas It's where you had your own, uh, mechanic, uh, and a pool hall too, you know, you know, anything you wanted was there on Marlboro street and then it spread it out to different areas. But yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah and I'm then, so glad we're, we're done with all that. You well, know. you know, we are in, in, in a sense, it's just, it's in a different way now, you know, uh, and that's what I tell the younger kids. That's what the observance of Dr. King's about, you know, your vote has power, mm-hmm. you know, um, <coughs> if you do not vote, you do not get heard. You know, and that's what I tried to explain. That's what the fight was truly about. If you really want change, then vote someone in from the from your councilmen to mm-hmm. your wards to your mayors to your representatives. Well, you know, we have uh, sixty nine and sixty eight. I believe that's correct. Or uh, is that it, very yeah, little? Yeah, now it's the sixty ninth and. Yeah, I can't remember. Yeah, I can't remember the other. Yeah, other, one. Can't yeah. Remember the other one, and I'm sorry, I can't. And you have to vote those people who might be like minded like you right uh who might have some of the same wants you want you know so they can you know they're not gonna make every change because they got to get those you know those people in the house and people in the senate but you can get you can get some change you know so that's where that's where uh that's where i think uh people younger people fail to see you know yeah and one of the things you know that we try to stress on the show is that how important local politics is. It is. Who your county commissioner is, who your, uh, uh, you know, your 
city representative it is, is your you know? wards yes it's very important and i'm you know i'm trying to encourage people to really get involved in the area because in the past you know you know unfortunately there's a large percentage of people who don't even know who their reps are that is so true and and that is the that is the uh, bridge i'm trying to make in the african-american and, and and as well as the minorities you know i tell people you know like you when you introduced me i am the president of the dixon naacp but it's just not for colored people you right. know it is for all minorities you right. know and that sometimes is the elephant in the room Excuse me. And so I, I just want people to understand that, you know, you have to have all parties included to make it successful community. Right. Right. And a lot of people do not know. They have no clue. They wouldn't be able to if you walked up to them and said, hey, I'm they'd be like, yeah, you know, I know. I know. Exactly. You know, but let that be a problem. Your phone will not stop ringing. It will not stop, you know, and, and that's where I want people to, you know, I hope when I hear this, you know, this platform. You got to start embedding this at the high school level mm -hmm. because that's when they get the chance to vote. Yep. You have to embed it there. And and that's what I was talking about. Sometimes that can be a little segregation in our own community of Dixon. And, and that's because we, we, we have uh, moved the needle where the boundaries are, which yeah. then that moves some of the people who – need to vote who are farther out. They don't even know where to vote at. Right. And so you're trying to work that out. And the county does the best they can, but, you know, things move slow sometimes. Yeah, and, and we did – we just went through a redistricting now, county-wise, mm -hmm. and uh, it didn't change really that much. Right. So, you know, I'm hoping people, you know, number one, they can go online yeah, and, yeah. and go to the Dixon Dick County website, mm -hmm. and you can see exactly where your vote based on your uh, address – you can see who your county right, reps are. Right. Their phone, my phone number's in there. That's a good thing too, yeah. and, and and I appreciate. It. And I always appreciate that you do that. You always reach out, and you always so it helps. It really does because if I'm aware, I might can ask a question. Right. And right. so that's what that's what most people want. That's that's inclusion. Right. Just make me aware who right. I need to talk to, and then I'll be able to ask you what I want to ask. And that's that's all inclusion means. Sometimes that simple thing right there. It's not the only thing, but it's that simple thing. Right. Right. You know, just like we're you know like in the city, they're redistricting the the school zones. Mm -hmm. It makes it hard for some of the you know minorities. You know, if you really look at it, because some of those got pushed out of the new school. Really, you know, you know, yeah. and that's it's not when it wasn't probably on purpose. Right. It's just you know the way it happens. The way it happens because of size, busing, and everything, and so you know. But you got to explain it. You have to, you know, when I have to go and explain it to people, I have to sit down and show them a map and show them how they did it, and this is might be the reason why, and that, and then that would be like okay, you know. But what about this? And so then you can go back and ask, hey, in my my in my inclusion in this this group of people, they want to know what about this. And then, then they can get that light to it, you know. Okay. You know. All right. We're going to go to break again, but when we come back, I want to talk a little bit about your growing up in Dixon County, um, you know, how you felt as, as a minority sure. it, and how that affected you and, and maybe if there's some change going on or what we need to do. So stay right here, and uh, we'll be right back. insurance carrier doesn't have to be one of them. Make a choice you won't regret. The foremost choice. Are you looking for your dream home? Well, Lee Realty Group guarantees you the perfect home. With our expert agents that have over 100 years of combined experience, you are assured 100% customer satisfaction. If you are buying or selling, Lee Realty Group is your local veteran-owned real estate company. Contact us now at 615-446-2006 or online at LeeRealtyGroupOnline.com. Like us on Facebook at Lee Realty Group.
all make bad choices. Your insurance carrier doesn't have to be one of them. Make the choice you won't regret. The foremost choice. Welcome back uh, to the Jeff Eby Show. I'm your host, Jeff Eby, and we've been uh, talking here with Joe Sweat, who uh, is involved in the community, uh, president of the NAACP, and, and some other things going on. But during the break, we were talking about this, about the high school. And, yes. and tell, it, tell us about that. So they, had, they did have, when it was Hampton High School, right? Mm-hmm. It was all black. Mm-hmm. Um, so they did have some athletic teams. Tell us about that. Yeah, uh, so uh, as, as we were saying, uh, Hampton – uh, was the only black school where the, the uh, Coca-Cola place is right now, where the Water Authority used to be Coca-Cola right, place, right, now right. the Water Authority. But they won the first ever national championship for Dixon County. It's Hampton High. The wow. Echoes. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And they had some great athletes. I mean, uh, Mr. Huddleston, uh, uh, Mr. Vaughn, uh, Landy Vaughn, uh, um, Mr. Holt, Mr. Burnley Holt, very good. Um uh, I can see him. he works in his sisters. I can see him right now. Okay, yeah. Uh, shoot, I can't think of his name. I apologize if he's watching it. But he was one heck of a, a football player. Um, uh, many HBC schools were looking for him. TSU mostly is where they <coughs> went. And right. uh, uh, Mr. Gilbert was a good uh, <coughs> football player. They they had a lot of good football players, you know. And, you know, as years went down, we used to always say this, uh, and, and, you know. And the, and the community at that time was relatively small in comparison even to today, right? It is, yes, yeah. yes, yeah. I mean, population-wise, a whole lot smaller, correct, right. yes. Uh-huh. But, you know, it's the work that, you know, they were farmers. They right. were rural, so right. they were, you know. Tough. Made of something good, yes, right. yeah, right. yeah. Right. So, yeah. Awesome, man. I wonder, did, did anybody know where, like, where their trophies are? Oh, yeah, you know, yeah, you know okay. um, um Thanks to the Clemens Rail, Rail, Railroad Museum, uh, the Hampton has a group, and they moved a lot of the items there in the cool. top, of, and you can go in there and see it in there in the museum. So I always tip my hat off to them, and 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 you know, because a lot of the the students are now transitioning out of the world, and they're getting a little bit older, right? And so it, the stories I know of is because my father was very, uh, you know, very involved in Hampton and my mother went to Hampton, my grandmother went to Hampton, my grandfather. Wow. So I have a lineage of, of Hampton there. And, you know, the one thing about that school is when you walked out of that school, you already had a trait that you could go on to a job. And that's where, uh, you know, another diversity of our minority community can help. We, we hope that one day we can get to when you go out of high school and when you go to a trade school that you'll be able to push yourself to there, mm-hmm. you know, and have, you know, like they had plumbers who were qualified yeah, know, yeah. and masonaries who were qualified. So when those young men and women walked out of school, they were ready to go. They were trade ready to go and work. And they did. A lot of them had their own business. You know, a lot of them became carpenter business and concrete businesses. And, you know, so those was a plus, you know, for living, you know. So, yeah. Wow, wow. Mm-hmm. And I know the high schools are trying to get back to that a little they bit, are. you know, they offering are. some different uh, classes. They in that in and they do a good that. job. I mean, you know, both high schools do do a really good job. They do. And uh, and, and the guidance they, they get and the, and the, you know, limit of where they can go left and right by right. the state, they do a really good job. And they do a really good job partnering up with Dr. Summers at the Tennessee Technology School. It, it, it's, it's very well, but – what I hope to do uh, in my tender here is I hope to develop a, a, a board that will reach out to minorities and, and be able to guide their children more to these skill sets so they can be even more successful. Yeah, that'd you be know. Awesome. Yeah, it would be. I, I don't know if y'all saw in the – they just released the job uh, vacancies and from the government job, uh, job uh, authority. And, uh, you know, big, some of the biggest vacancies right now since this COVID has, has came across and the new variants is in teaching, is in restaurants, and is in factories. Yeah, no. and, 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 you know, that, that really, you know, that really uh, you know, changes your community. It changes how yes. you do things and stuff like that. So, 
you know, those are some skill sets that, you know, uh, some are, some are minorities can go into mm -hmm. entrepreneurship, I think is always good. And, and I, and one of the biggest things I want to start teaching them is, uh, you know, money finances, you know, that is one of the skill sets that is missing in, in our community that we need to teach. Yeah, I think it's, you know, like everywhere, like these kids, they don't know how to write a check. They don't no. know how to balance a, 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 check a checking account. Or some uh, of them don't know how to give you back change. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and, and that's not being funny or making a, but it is true. They don't have that because they don't need to have that skill set because, you know, they, they can do something with a phone that I yeah, cannot I do. Yeah, exactly. And they can do something with a computer that I cannot do, but. You know, that skill set is, you know, is, is teaching them money and how, how money really works for you, how you can make your money work for you. Right. And, and that's what I want to bring back to the community, uh, you know, uh, you know, just not as African-American community, but, but the community, right. you know, as a whole, minorities and, and all, you know, because that is something that builds your community, you right. know. Right. And, and that's what I like to do. Yeah, I hope someday, and, you know, in our community and, and especially – in the in the U.S. that we can get to the point where it doesn't matter, you know, if you're white, you're black, you're Asian, you're M Mexican, whatever. It doesn't yeah. really matter, you know. Right. And I'm hoping at some point we can we can get to that. I do too, and that's what this day is all about. This observance day is all about. The Dr. King, you know, he strived on it, you know, in one of his speeches, and I'm I'm not going to get it just right, um, but he stated that that he hoped that his children, his four children, were not by judged by the the color of their skin, but by the character of their, yeah, content of their character, you right. know, and that is true. Yeah, very true. You know, and, and you can see it play out a lot in our community, you know. Uh, I hope to one day, uh, I don't know, are you familiar with the 87 program? Have I you ever heard of that? I don't think so. At the uh, University of Davidson, which is in North Carolina, you know, Steph Curry, everybody knows yeah. him, and that's where he went, And but there was a young lady there, um, last name of Soval and first name Janet, she wrote a thing called the 87 program. And the 87 program looked at how could you diversify Davis, that, that community more because it was divided by railroad tracks. Right. And I hope to bring that here to Dixon where, you know, we can have that type of diversity where we can have maybe, uh, you know, some black owned bank owners. Um, I hope to sit down and have those conversations where we can have, you know, um, we know we have 18 schools mm -hmm. and maybe some black owned, you know, some black uh, principals. Mm -hmm. um, maybe we can have at least 18 minorities in each one of the schools, you know, no matter where the school's at. Right. Because we, as you said, Dick Dixon is growing yes. to that. Yeah. And, I, and the way we can stay on pace with that is we have to put those people so they can be in the community. They can, you know, because I'm very appreciative of the, you know, what the school system did now, but I like to challenge it to right. do even more. Well, I think once we grow and, you know, we get more diversity, diversity. in mm -hmm. it's, you know, where you live is not going to matter as right. much, you know. Right. Um, and, I, and I think that's that's happening in the county now. It is. It's happening fast, and I, and I think we're trying to keep up with pace with it. You know, it just, you know, uh, we just got to have a roadmap to what we got to do to right. get there because it's happening fast, right. you know, right. real fast. And so, yeah, so that's what that observance does. It makes us aware to say, can we have these talks? It doesn't mean that what I'm asking for is going to be right. doesn't mean that I'm going to get what I'm asking for. Just will you keep it in your mind, sure. you know, in the diversity of it. Right. It's one of the diversity things I have. I have, you know, I have a plan for five-fold five diversity, and one of them is to ask, you know, even at the municipal area, can we at least, you know, on the boards, sure. at least have one minority per each each district, you know, have somebody get in there and, and do it, you know, so that we can have diversity. Well, I'm hoping that, you know, uh, that we'll have some minorities that run for the school board or, yes. or, or you know, run for the yeah, county I mean, commission yes. or, you know, or the, the city commission yes. or whatever. Mm -hmm. That's what we need. We do. We do. We and, we and I hope we get that. I do. You know, I'm the same way. You know, you have to be in that district and you have to run. And right. that's why I tell people you have to watch how your, you know, your district shift because if you don't live there, you can't go in right. and apply to run for that position. Right. So you have to. That's why it's very important. Your vote is so, so important. Yes, it is. Yeah. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yeah. So uh, we were going to talk about this. So, like, you growing up in Dixon County, going sure. to school, Dixon County High School, yeah. have you seen any any changes? I mean, w w was there 
any problems in Dixon County as, as, as a, you know, for race <laughs> or whatever, even when, like trying, when you were trying to let, not let me get uh, a free coffee anymore, yeah. right? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, uh, le- I mean, let's not be, you know, blind. Yes, we had our issues, you know, as well as any other, you know, time and century and period. Surely, you know, um, was it as blatant when my parents came through? No. Uh, ha- was it, did we, did we get along better? Uh, we, we tried our best to, we really do, you know, yeah. uh, even after me, you know, there was probably was some there. Um, is it there now today? Sure. But it's just in a different way, yeah. you know? So yes, you know, when I grew up, uh, I went to school during the late eighties and early night and early nineties. Sure. It was there. Did we handle it a little different? Yes. Excuse me. Because one of the things segregating a school, I'm mean, excuse me, desegregating a school does is you begin to become friends with somebody and you change your thought of exactly. that person and they get to know you mm-hmm. and you get to know them. So, you know, I, I don't know that person no more by what they look like. I know that person by who they are. Right. And so, you know, it took a while, you know. As you know, we was talking at break. We know in 1954, uh, desegregation of school was federal, you know. Uh, and then, you know, there was a few in 55, you know, I think out towards, um, um, I think it was out, Horns, Horns, Hornswall. Hornswall. But really in Dixon, the true desegregation, I think, didn't happen or to about 1965 here. In, and, that, in and that's when they closed down the high school or whatever? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yes. That's closed down Hampton. To my knowledge, I think that's correct. And, and and see, it took from 65. So by the time I got to school, you know, in the 70s, we were still, you know, at right. that learning each other transition period, transition period. Yeah. period. When I went through in the 80s, we were getting a little bit better, but the people who were already a little bit older were still transitioning. By the time the birth of it, that's how I look at it, by the time the nine-month birth of it, when I got to the mid-'80s and 90s, we started developing family type, you know, because I truly convert that to that's how we did it to win a championship. We we kept breaking down the barriers, and then we took, you know, in White Bluff with the, the, the men and boys who were, you know, they were hefty, you know, yep. they were aligned. <laughs> And then Dixon, they had the skill set, quick folks. And then in Charlotte, you just had a skill group, you know. Right. And so you put that together, and that's what made us. We we that to me that was the most highlight of Dixon, is when the whole town right left Dixon and went to, on uh, you know Vanderbilt, well, the, to watch us play. Yeah. And then yeah. they shut down the whole town. Right. So you have to know that you are changing. They didn't matter. They giving people rides, that type of atmosphere. You know, that's what I, that's what inclusion does. You know, right. that's what change does. So, yeah. And um, so during that uh, whole transition, I guess, um, you see people's attitudes change. Oh, yes. You know, you see when, you know, you can not like somebody based on their skin color if you don't know them. You Correct. know, you, you can you can build those those things against yes. somebody. Yes. But when you start knowing somebody, you that's when those things start coming 100%. down. A hundred percent. You know, both of us have uh, shared something that a lot of people don't understand, at least you walk it. Can you remember in the military how it was broken down? How it was just taken away by having yes. one uniform? Yes. And, then, you know, and I, I say that all the time, you know, it didn't matter what color you are yeah. in the military. You just had to do your job, job and you right. had to rely on those people. Right. It didn't really matter what right. color you and were. And you yeah. didn't care as long as you had that uniform on, you had one one thing. That was it. You were one unit, one group, no matter where you was at. And and that's that's uh some people say that's a subculture, but isn't that a nice subculture? Yes, it is. Yes. And so that that's what it sh- it should be like. Not not based on what I look like, but how I, you know, my character. If you tell me to be somewhere or I tell you I'm going to be somewhere, I'm there. If I, if you tell me you need help, I'm going to give you help. If right. you say, hey, you know, I need to go here, come on in. I give you a lift, you know. Those simple things that are, that are, you know, are missing, you know. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, you know, I say this, and uh, a lot of people, uh, and I ask this question a lot of times, uh, even here in our, our community, I say, do you know when the most segregated time is in America? What day it is? 
Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sunday is the most. Yeah, I know. You know, and, and that's sad. But you remember the military? Sad. We never saw that. No. We all went to one chapel. That was it. Everybody went. Yep. You might know. You might see somebody in a unit that's four four streets down. Right. And I and I and I say that you know it's you know unfortunately and, and it's even in our community sometimes you know it, it might be a few more acceptable but it's still there. And and when why, I why do you think that is in the church? I mean, I, is it? I don't, I don't I don't think it's racism or anything. I think maybe you know I don't know. It's just people you know, more like mind or whatever, mm-hmm. maybe one to, to gather together. Right, and, and, right. and not that you and I are lo- not like mind. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know? get what you're saying. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I don't think we've broken that barrier at all here. You know, uh, I, uh, I have my own opinions, you know. I, 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 would, I said this one time. I said if, uh, you know, I try not to use religion a lot, but if Jesus was out right now flying his cloud back, I don't think nobody would care what church you went to, you exactly. know, <laughs> but, uh, um, it is, 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 it's, I think sometimes as humans, we're used to the same thing. Right. It's more of a pattern, you know, and it's not really more about, you know, diversity, but I believe, uh, you know, and, and that's not to say that, and I, and I want to make sure this is clear. I believe all churches welcome anybody to right. come in. Right. Okay. But I don't think all people go to different churches to come in. You right. see what I'm saying? Yeah. And I think that sometimes divides us, you know, because, you know, I've learned a lot by going to different re- service, religious services. And I learn how sometimes people think and, and characteristics of a person. And when you start learning the characteristics of a person and how they think and what they do, you begin to see that person or that human being in a different manner. You don't look at them as a man or a woman. You look at them as a human being and right. what they're going through. And when you can get to that, it is such a better way of living, right. way of life, you know. You know, maybe we need to, you know, of course, <clears throat> everyone wants, everybody wants to stay in their comfort zone. Yeah, sure, sure. You know? Everybody does, yeah. E- even in church. Whatever, yeah, you know, sure. You, you don't even want to, you can't even move the same period. You yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. So I don't know. Maybe you know we need to make an effort to come, maybe break out of that comfort zone a little yeah, bit, yeah. And, and 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 look at some some different things like that. You we know? do. I mean, you know, I I've shared that with a with a lot of people. You know, even myself. I I tried to. Uh, and I was on the on the map. One of the things that when I first sat in the seat as the president is I was going to every church, no matter was it what the church was, no matter what the religious was, no matter what the nationality were in there, and tell them who I was. Mm-hmm. And how I could help them, I thought to me that would be one of the first steps to do because I don't know if any other you know anybody's did that before. But what that does is it says, "Hey, look, at least I will come and talk to you. Where yes. you at? Yes, you know, and that makes a difference. It does. It really. Does. So, uh, how long have you been the president? Just a, a little over a year now. Okay. Yeah. So I'm sure you're you've got a high learning curve too. With I that. had a lot of high <laughs> learning, and I'm still learning. Yes. Yeah. So what what are your uh, uh, goals, I guess, mm-hmm. as far as you know, uh, changing or including? You know, we're talking about inclusion and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what what kind of some of your goals? Sure, and and thank you for that to ask me that. One is to increase our our um, our number of people who are members. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's easy to be a member. You can call me. You can just go to our website and sign up. But we need more members so I can get that, you know, that, you know, that diversity. You right. know. Uh, now it doesn't matter what skin no, color you are. No, to be see, a and that's a myth. A lot, yes, it doesn't matter if you're African American, if you're Caucasian, if you're European, if you're um, Indigenous American. It doesn't matter if you're um, a Hispanic American. It doesn't even matter if you're you know, from India, India, America, it doesn't matter. It that's not. Yeah, see, what, I don't think people understand that. No, and I think where where everybody gets to hang up at is that color part. It's right. what you know. Right. And but and everybody's a color. Yes, they are. <laughs> yeah, it, we are. That's what you know. That's what uh, you know. It was funny. A little a little kid said that one day. He said, "Mama, we all are color." Yeah. <laughs> and I, and I thought, wow, that is so. That's that's worth a moment. Yes. Yes. It is the, you know, what the goal of the NAACP is, is to ensure that we put policies in that give equality to everyone, to every step of everyone's life, to ensure there's nothing out there that's discriminating against any group of people. Right. You know, 
yes, we have uh, in our platform have did more for African American because yep. that's where it started at, right? You know, uh, and so um, over since 1909, you know, really because it goes back into uh, W. D. Bosnim and um, you know, uh, when, but when did the NSUB like? 1909. 1909. That's yeah. when it got started. That's when it had. when it was developed. Yes, and wow. then it changed uh, throughout the time. And uh, Dr. King was originally in SLC, and he transferred over, and became the the head figure uh, for the NAACP. You know, when they was doing the bus rides in Alabama. Right. You know, and trying to get you know get the bus system, just like we was talking about. There was no bus. You know, right. they were having the you know, people who were in Alabama was trying to work and they was trying to put them further back. And, you know, we, everyone knows the story of Rosa Parks. Right. Um, and so uh, that is, uh, you know, everyone knows the story of Selma and them going across the bridge and, and, and John Lewis, you know, God rest his soul, yeah. great leader there. Uh, and so uh, here in Dixon, though, the NAACP, to the records that I've got, got goes back as far as 19... Uh, 65 or 72. Uh, but it, I think the first president was in 72, though. Um, but I think it goes back to 65, past 65. You know, talking about John Lewis, he, he had some involvement in, in this area, didn't he? He had a lot of involvement. Yeah. You know, he went to the ba- American Baptist School right there in Nashville. Uh, uh, actually, one of my cousin's father, uh, Dr. Belville, uh, was a very instrumental uh, as well. He's also, if you ever read the story or watch the books, and I knew him personally, uh, you know, there in Nashville on Jefferson Street, 14th Avenue, uh, you know, uh, they didn't want a group of students to be in that cafe, and that was where John Lewis got involved at, and then from there he went down and helped at Selma, and, you know, and he used to always have a quote, you know, uh, good trouble, you know, yeah. <laughs> and he and he was inspired from that, from Rosa Park, and he tells of that when they uh, in 2019 when they did an exhibit for uh, Rosa Park, and he gives that in his speech. That's what inspired him. She said, "You have to be a necessary trouble, mm-hmm. good trouble, right?" And and that's not a bad thing. That means no. you have to stand, you know, right. Sometimes, well, that's how change is made. You know, violence y- usually doesn't bring around no, change. No. It, it's it's stuff like that 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 when you change people's hearts. And right, stuff, you know? right, right. And then hopefully you'll change their minds, and right. then you'll change the actions. So yes, and I've seen a lot of that, and even in my time frame. You know, um, this little walk with Dixon. Yes, you know, we all have things that have happened, but we try as a whole, as a community, to 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 do better. Right. You know. But, yeah, there have been things that, you know, even here, you know, uh, Mr. Pentagrass, uh, Mr. Blue, uh, Mr. Mac Adam. Um, I'm trying to think of all the ones I know. Right here, there was a situation like that where they had to make a stand, you know, at a restaurant. And uh, it that was monumental to us who sure. are in the, you know, African-American. Uh, Mr. Larry Pentagrass, Mr. Reed Evans. You know, uh, and and there were others. You know, and and that's that's why you know you know uh, you have to do that. You have to make that stand. Sure, sure. So, what are what are s- some of the things you're working on as as the NAACP president? Well, one of the things is tonight we're working on is you know for the observance of MLK. We normally have a banquet. We can't have a banquet this year. So if you go out and look on a, on TV six, which is uh, Mr. Forte, he. We partnered with him. We're so grateful to them. You can go out there and uh, watch our show. We're going to have a lot of great, great people. We're going to have our state president there. We're going to have WWB singer Chanel Love there. We're going to have two of the outstanding speakers, LaRotha Williams. Dr. LaRotha Williams is uh, TSU, African-American Public History, and Dr. Bridget Jones, who's with the Belmont Media. So she's going to be there tonight. Listen to them. Look how they look at diversion and, and inclusion from their angle. Um, we also uh, partnered up with uh, um, the uh, Burns Youth League, and we're going to be able to help them and get uh, minorities who do not have the money to get into. Oh, and so uh, that's one of the things. We partnered up with the Clemens Railroad. Uh, as well to do Juneteenth coming up, and that's a that's a great thing too. And a lot of people don't know about Juneteenth, which Juneteenth is where you know 
the emancipation was already signed, but they were the last African Americans who ever who heard about it in that town, and they had a celebration. And uh, so uh, we're, we're going to do that celebration, bring it to Dixon, you know. And that's our thing is to bring inclusion by sure. showing different things. So yeah. uh, we have uh, some educational programs. We have a board of education who have, uh, who's going to be going to the board meetings and try to give the, the you know, the perspective uh, from our community. You know, uh, we are we are soliciting for another school, middle school here. Because the majority of our children who are minorities go to the oldest middle school. Yeah, Dixon Middle School. Right, and I know they want to try to do something, but we're just trying to see how we can do it, who we can get partners to come in and do it. Right. Because, you know, that is the oldest school yes. right now uh, in Dixon, as you will know. And the majority of our district, you know, of African Americans, which is 7% in the, in the whole county, you know, this area of the I'll Dixon. Go there. Most of them go there, you yeah. know. It's very, you know, it's very little in Burns and very little, uh, Creek, in, um, yeah, in uh, Creekwood, uh, Creekwood Middle, right? No, yeah, uh, um, uh, James, James, yeah, yeah James Middle, and, and so, uh, you know, when you look at that, you know, we want the same. You know, everybody wants the same, and, and I know it's hard. It's a budgeting thing. I, I, I'm totally understand. I'm not saying that that nobody's not trying, but I understand, and so. So those are some of the things, education, that, and voting. We're, we're going to be targeting um, the children at the high school to vote. You know, uh, one year ago, I, I, I had 100 children sign and voted. Cool. This year, my goal is to get 500. My goal is to get 500 for the next election and for the, you know, the uh, local election. Right. You know, and that way, whatever they want, I don't care as long as they vote. Right. Yeah. Right. That's yeah. awesome, man. It is. It is. Um, well, we're just about to wrap up the okay. show here. And uh, I just want to say I, 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 I counted a privilege for you coming on here. Uh, and, and I thank you. And, and discussing this. And, um, you know, again, you know, we encourage people to vote, number mm-hmm. one. We encourage people to get involved in your local politics. Yes. Um, you know, know who your local leaders are, mm-hmm. right? And it, it just makes for a better place for everybody. It does, and uh, I'm going to kind of put you on the spot here. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I would like for you to come and one day and talk uh, at, 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 at the NAACP meetings. And uh, I'd love to see you, since I am uh, have you out at Rotary, if you could come out at Rotary yeah, one day. Yeah, I'll do it, absolutely. Uh, and I'd love to have you there. Okay. Uh, I, I just love your platform, and I love what you're doing. I love this podcast. Uh, I, I think it's a great and brilliant idea. I'm glad you did it. And I, uh, me, I hope it catches on like wildfire and yeah. take off. You know what I'm saying? I know you're doing great, but I hope it catches on like wildfire because yeah. this is what you need. I've seen s- some of your other guests, so I'm honored and very humble to be here on the observance of Dr. Martin Luther King, a great leader. Yeah, well, I appreciate it. And like I say, we, you know, we have we have some really good guests. You're one of my best guests I've had, oh, so well, I appreciate you. that. <laughs> <laughs> but we've got, we've got some really good guests coming up. And again... You know, my goal here is just to inform people, right? Get people on that will that gives people information about what's sure. going on in Dix County because we want to get everybody involved. Sure. We want everybody to vote. Sure. We want everybody just to get involved in everything. So, uh, again, thank you so thank much. You. I, I really appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, and, God uh, speak to everybody. Thank yeah. you. All right. So join us next uh, Friday, not this Friday, but the week after Friday. Uh, we'll be on again. And uh, thank you for joining us uh, in observance of Dr. Martin Luther King Day. Thank you again to our guest, and uh, everybody have a great day, and we will see you uh, in a couple of Fridays. Thank you for watching. We know that you enjoyed today's show. Join us each Friday on your lunch break at 12 p.m. for new insights into local events, politics, and all things Dixon County. Remember to like us on Facebook, and subscribe on YouTube at The Jeff Eby Show or visit our website, thejeffebyshow.com.